G'day everyone, this is Greg Ryan and welcome to episode 28 of Rare and Resilient 1 in 5000 podcast where we're talking IA, ARM and today we are joined by Daria who is the mother of five-year-old Daniel who currently lives in Barcelona, Spain but Daniel was born in Prague in the Czech Republic so welcome to you Daria. Hello, hello everyone. <laughs> hello, Greg. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear hear your voice. Now, you and your husband Alex wrote your stories in the book, and your stories are yes. story number fifty-five and fifty-six on page one hundred and twenty in the book. So, what I'll get you to do, Dara, if you don't mind, is just read your story that you wrote about Daniel. So here is my story from the book, What is Your Wish? The name of my story. A few days ago, I read a book with my four-year-old son who was born with uh, bacterial and anal atresia. In the book, one boy saved the fairy and as a gift, he could make a cherished wish. I asked my son if he has a cherished wish. I want to stop pooping forever, he said. In his answer, you could feel all the deepest emotions and experience he's going through. I had no complications during my pregnancy with him. When our son was born, it was a shock for us to find out that he had analgesia and other birth defects. It turned out to be very difficult to find information and communities of people in languages other than English. We had really a tough experience. The first two years were the hardest. Our only desire was to talk to someone who had already gone through this and who would tell us that everything would be fine. I'm an artist and I decided to dedicate all my work to spreading awareness, educating people through visual images, through painting, to let them feel what children and adults with rare birth defects live through. We speak so little in society about what we have to go through. Surgeries, incontinence, constipation, medications, accidents, feelings of shame, unpleasant odors, physical and emotional pain, enemas, procedures, refusal from favorite activities, loneliness, bullying, and etc. It is not accepted to discuss this in society. All of these can be expressed through art to teach people to understand and accept. And this is what I want to speak about and will do for my son and for all of us. So my cherished wish is to be heard. Uh, what is yours? And uh, there in a story you can find my uh, pictures and my Instagram page with uh, art dedicated to Bacterial. And what's your Instagram page? My Instagram page is dariavis underscore art. And I would encourage everybody to check out your Instagram page. One of the portraits that you did, which is in the book, is of two stomas. Such an incredible portrait. What made you paint that at the time? I don't know. I just, uh, once I woke up and I just saw it in my head, how I could uh, visualize everything, what we went through with Daniel. 
and uh, just I, I saw stoma um, in my head and I, I tried to paint it and it became so real. But uh, uh, my purpose is uh, not to paint directly. So I want to paint something what people from the first view, they don't understand what is it. So when I ask on my Instagram page what I, I paint about this picture, a lot of people say it's flower or whatever. Uh, they imagine whatever they want. But in the end, uh, when I'm telling them what is, what is it, and uh, it's Toma, and there is a story to this picture. So in the end, it makes them uh, feel it in, uh, to be shocked and feel it deeply. Uh, what is it about? So this is uh, my purpose in art and I'm continuing with uh, paintings. And it's a great way to educate people about the condition as well, because when they see the art, they naturally ask you about it, as you say. And uh, how have you gone explaining the anal atresia, which is what it's called in a lot of European countries, which we call imperfect anus or anorectal malformation? How did you go explaining that to people when they ask you about the stoma? Usually they, they cannot believe that it is possible to be born without uh, anal opening like Daniel. He was born without anal opening and had a high imperforate anus. Uh, so he, he passed through um, four surgeries. So usually people are shocked to, to listen that there, there is something uh, wrong with uh, with a body and uh, someone can be born uh, without normal things how we usually think about our body so um, I explain I, I explain yes so I'm explaining that it is possible and uh, there are a few steps to to get uh, to get new anal opening uh, to to but there, there is a need to go through few surgeries. It's uh, difficult to, to make it from one step uh, and explain, yes, uh, about stoma, how it works. But it, it is a shock for people, yes. And, and they are afraid of it, you know, yeah. what I saw. Because Daniel, he has uh, more uh, birth defects because of his bacterial associations. So he was born without esophagus and uh, without trachea. So it's, uh, it's sh shocking for people. And uh, also they, they, are, they, have, they are very scary about it. They, um, they think like they can get it also, you know, like a disease, <laughs> like a virus. Oh, really? So this is, what I, this is what I saw because, you know, it's unknown for them and... Uh, uh, very scary so but yeah. that's why my art is uh, to to spread uh, information and to to understand that there is nothing <laughs> you can catch yeah. from, from our children or adults with this problem no well that's one thing we can't we can't pass it on in the street that's one thing about it now tell us about you were living in prague but you actually had to move. Was that mainly because you just weren't getting the medical attention for Daniel that you needed? 
Yes, Daniel was born uh, in Prague and uh, all uh, life-saving uh, surgeries was uh, were done there. But um, I should say the, the medical uh, uh, care system in, in Prague and in Czech Republic in general is perfect. Everything is for free for children. Uh, uh, all the surgeries, it's, it's covered by, by, the, uh, by the state. Uh, but um, there is no rehabilitation uh, area. It's not developed. Uh, so program like uh, bowel management program or um, some kind of uh, uh, post-surgery uh, therapy, there is nothing like this. So that's why we, we moved because... Uh, all the surgeries were done and we needed uh, something more, something to care about Daniel after um, surgeries. Because surgeries are done, but then you need to leave, you need to, to so socialize, to, to go to kindergarten, to control your bowel, to be not uh, incontinent. So that's why we moved because uh, because uh, in in Spain what I what I read uh, more possibilities about the programs and uh, but it takes time to find the proper speci specialist um, pediatric surgeons and uh, it's also difficult so we are here uh, almost three years but till now we are looking for doctors so it takes time. How is Daniel going at the moment? How's his bowels going? How's he go at school? Uh, also, one of the reasons we moved to Barcelona was uh, this first education, kindergarten at school. Uh, in Czech Republic, uh, it, it is very difficult to find a school where you will get extra help for Daniel or you will be able as a parent to be with him in kindergarten or at school because he's he still need uh, help during uh, during his food when he's eating and also with changing uh, pants so sometimes he has uh, accidents so in czech republic it's almost impossible but here in spain the society is more uh, tolerant to conditions different conditions and in, in general, to, uh, they are more um, tolerant in many questions. So we found, uh, we found the perfect school for him. And he started from this September. He finally started to socialize, to be in a, in a collective of children. It's, it was very important for him because, uh, because of his health issues. He couldn't go to any bigger group of children. Uh, because of uh, disease and uh, all these uh, things which are not uh, good for him. So he started this September and uh, I was accepted uh, to come with him. So I'm visiting him during his lunchtime and his uh, uh, breakfast and lunchtime. I'm coming to school to help him. So I'm controlling, mostly I'm staying behind him, sitting on a chair and controlling uh, if he, he is chewing uh, good and he will not be coughing and uh, because of his um, 
esophageal issue. Esophageal, yes. Uh, so so that's all. Yes, and they are very uh, they are very helpful, and uh, they they are ch uh, changing teachers. They change uh, his pants in a case of emergency. And what I liked the most, they uh, organized uh, a special occasion uh, for Daniel where he could explain his situation. And uh, so now it's uh, we are in uh, in uh, March. So from September till March, they made it three times. So to educate uh, children in his group about uh, rare conditions and uh, why he's still wearing pants and uh, different disease. And uh, so they speak about it and uh, help children to be tolerant to, to differences uh, in bodies, in, uh, in behavior. So this is, I like, I like a lot. That's really incredible, Daria, that a five-year-old actually can get up in front of his school friends and talk about it. Like, that's amazing to me. It must make it a lot, so much more comfortable for him knowing that he doesn't necessarily need to hide. Exactly. Mm, there was a situation uh, he was very worried about. He went to he went to pee and uh, the door was not closed uh, properly, and one of the um, of the boys uh, saw that he is wearing pants, and uh, starting to make jokes uh, about this and uh, you know like um, normal situation in most of the cases, and uh, he he told me and uh, I spoke with teachers and they immediately they organized everything. They made it like a, like a game, uh, the explanation. So it's not it's not that they sit in the room and uh, you know teacher is speaking. No, it's it's like in in a game uh, way. Uh, they explain everything and they uh, let it Daniel to to show his scars. Oh really? Really, <laughs> really yes. And uh, and he and he felt very that they accept him how he is. Yes. So this is the most important. So and they understood and uh, they apologized and hugged him. You know, it, it, it was uh -huh. so nice. I, I was not there, just from from the explanation from teachers and uh, from uh, some parents uh, because children they spoke then uh, in families <laughs> about Daniel. So I'm getting a lot of support in our in our parents parents group. That must be so amazing. And it's such an incredible commitment for you and Alex to move countries just to get the right environment for Daniel to grow and to feel comfortable. That is, it's such an incredible commitment on your behalf. Thank you. <laughs> it, was, it was hard, you know, we were preparing for moving, from, I don't know, maybe five years, I, I guess five years. To really to move, to rent uh, apartments, to find school. The most scary thing was uh, doctors, because I I could not imagine in, in Prague we were living just near the main hospital, five minutes, and we jumped there. In any case of emergency, we were there. But to move to 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 foreign country 
without doctor support, without anything. So I, I first what I did, I uh, I learned uh, Spanish to be able to explain uh, what is his needs, Daniel needs in the case of emergency in the hospital. So it was quite a challenge, but, uh, and we are still in, in it. <laughs> Not everything is done yet, but uh, now I feel more safe here. So with your help, Greg, I found uh, this um, great doctor in Madrid. So I, I, I hope we will go there in, uh, in two weeks already to make a checkup for Daniel. Yeah, I'm sure that the doctor that we'll put you in contact with will hopefully that'll work out. Now, and you've got a uh, older daughter, haven't you? Yes, I have a daughter. She's... Uh, uh, in December, she was 14. So in the, in the, in the age of <laughs> teens, <laughs> very, very difficult, uh, but we are managing. So it was difficult for her also. First, when Daniel was born, uh, she was shocked uh, we, because we stayed one month in the hospital after his, uh, he was born. So she was waiting for us and she was staying only with dad and at home. And then also a lot of uh, special needs from Daniel. And uh, she was, uh, she, she, she didn't understand this uh, in the beginning, but then from uh, time to time, and she helped a lot. I remember when we changed the uh, stoma bags, <laughs> whole yeah. family was dancing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> to, yes, to, to, our family was dancing to let Daniel be happy and uh, not concentrate on, on what I'm doing with his stoma. Trying <laughs> to distract him. The bag. Yeah, so she was uh, singing, dancing, shaking toys. And my husband was uh, cutting the holes uh, to, to fix uh, stomach back properly. So <laughs> all family at work. <laughs> so it, uh, it helped a lot to, to unite uh, family, to, to be more time, to spend more time together, to be more uh, close to each other. Uh, but it's, it's a difficult time for children. Uh, all their age uh, to understand and accept the differences. So there is a lot of work with, with it till yeah. now. And how, how is she now with Daniel's issues? Does she, does she understand everything that he goes through with his esophageal issues as well as his IA? Well, she understands, but... Um... As uh, Daniel, he's uh, okay. I mean, from the outside, he's absolutely okay. And uh, there is no any sign of uh, his uh, disabilities. So all of his disabilities hidden. So sometimes I, I see from my daughter that she, f <laughs> she forgets yeah. about the conditions. And uh, I need to remind her that he has special needs and... Uh, there is that he's uh, different in uh, in many aspects so sometimes she she forgets and uh, also she's very shy to speak about uh, his condition with 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 her friends sometimes she's asking me why why uh, why are you putting uh, on 
on Instagram or with stories about Daniel. It's it's not it's not good. It's his privacy and. Uh, and I don't want anyone will read it and will know that he's my brother. So we need uh, we need to work in this uh, direction, and uh, because it's 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 normal fair for teenagers yes. to be uh, different from the others, and uh, he, to have uh, to have a brother brother like Daniel, it is a, a difference. Uh, it is difference for her. So uh, she she needs she needs to to learn how to accept it, and uh, we are working on it. So we have a psychologist, and uh, and uh, we speak a lot about this, so yeah. to let her accept it and uh, uh, not uh, to have this fear and uh, and not to be shy to speak about it. So to to spread more the information that there is nothing wrong. Uh, everything everyone is different in, in aspects of uh, physical body uh, it, it can be so there is there is nothing uh, to worry about in uh, um, in the direction how how she's yep. doing this so how have you coped yourself mentally over the journey with all the challenges you've faced well first it was very hard I remember the two years were first two years were the hardest because uh, I didn't have anyone to speak about this uh, and uh, to to get the proof that he will be alive. So we, we, that was the main question: person with uh, such birth defects will they survive? So I needed really. Uh, some parents with experience to to tell me that yes, it's possible after all the surgeries, it is possible to live with this. So, uh, but when I, um, I so I speak uh, five languages and uh, it helped me a lot. So I found uh, I found uh, support uh, on Facebook page uh, and uh, it helped me. <laughs> I found you, <laughs> Greg. And uh, a lot of nice families uh, and uh, different different groups. So I was in a group uh, bacterial association, and then tetter cord uh, syndrome. Daniel, he, he had also surgery on uh, on a tetter cord. So I found the group. They helped me a lot uh, with my fears about this situation, and uh, your your group also, Greg. It was very helpful. So. So when I, I, I started to feel secure and uh, started to learn more because knowledge is everything. Um, if there, when you have knowledge, there is, no, there is no magic anymore. So, and there is no uh, things that you cannot predict. If you, if you don't know, you, you have a big fear of everything. So I started to, to learn, to read a lot, to translate, to be active uh, with uh, other parents also. And from time to time, I developed my position is not to be uh, a victim of the situation, but uh, I started to think what I, what uh, as a parent, I can do for others. And it helped me the most. So I decided that my, my mission will be to help other parents. 
and uh, to speak with them, to support them, uh, to make courses uh, with information about disease and uh, all these aspects. Uh, so this has helped me a lot. And, and uh, till now, this is my purpose uh, to make it in all languages I know. Because what I found on, on, on the internet and uh, in society, there are a lot of groups uh, supporting children with disabilities. And there, there is no, almost nothing uh, to support parents. Parents are the main person who is letting our children with disabilities to be alive and uh, to live through all of this. The most important, uh, the help should come to parents. And then parents can help children. It's like in airplane, you know? First you put mask on <laughs> yourself and then on your children. So this is uh, my, my, uh, my mission now. Uh, I'm organizing uh, small groups of parents and uh, I'm trying to help them from the beginning or in the middle of their, um, uh, of their problems. Uh, this is what I, I can do. And when I'm thinking about others, I, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't suffer and I'm not thinking about my problems. Yes. And uh, I'm not victim anymore of, mm. of a situation. That's uh, so wonderful. And you're the prime example to all parents that, Look what you've put done for your son to move countries, as I said before. Like that's just incredible. Now, tell us the the five languages that you speak. <laughs> so I I speak Russian, I speak Czech, I speak uh, English, I, I I had to learn to speak Spanish, and. Uh, uh, it, it's still in the process, Spanish, but uh, I'm fluent in it, but uh, still in, in the process. And uh, we live in Barcelona. It's a uh, it's, uh, Catalan part of Spain. So they have their own language, Catalan language. I, I, I would like to be closer to, to society here. And uh, I mean, there are a lot of foreigners here and they speak English and uh, Spanish and uh, but, uh, for example, Daniel, he, he has a Catalan-Spanish school and uh, mostly they speak Catalan there. So, and I'm trying, yes, now I'm in the in process <laughs> of learning two languages in one, <laughs> in one time. So it's hard, but when you are living in, uh, you are surrounded with language, uh, it, it, it's easier. I speak two languages, English and Australian. <laughs> but, you know, English is the metal. You just need to speak English. <laughs> it's all the world. <laughs> I think you speak English better than me, Daria. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I know Alex wrote a lovely piece in the book. How's Alex's journey been for dealing with everything? We need to ask Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we need to ask him. Yes, uh, he's uh, he's he's fine. Uh, of course, it was uh, very hard for him um, psychologically to go through all this journey. 
in the beginning, it was very tough for him because uh, I don't know, but uh, it seems like when you are a mother, uh, you just accept it and that's all because uh, needs of a babies uh, of a baby it's on the first uh, priority for you yes uh, but uh, fathers they they take they see on a problem they see it differently so it's it's harder for them because they need uh, they need support uh, family they need to work they need uh, to do a lot of things and also accept uh, a baby how how it is with all the conditions so it takes time but he was doing great he he supported me in in uh, in everything in everything so i needed uh, I, I couldn't i we, we stay at hospital first year we stay at hospital every second month it was really hard so i didn't have time to 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 take care about my daughter to cook at home, to clean house, just no time for anything. Our routine with Daniel was uh, was unbelievable. I don't know if <laughs> I remember now and uh, I'm asking myself if I just had time to sleep. I guess I, I, I didn't sleep first two years. I didn't sleep more than 30 minutes or 40 minutes in, in, in once. So so we, we, that was my routine. He needed a lot of care, a lot of, he couldn't breathe, he couldn't feed, uh, uh, be feeded by breastfeeding. So it, it was hard. So Alex uh, supported me in everything. So we found uh, help uh, um, at home to clean house, to cook. Uh, he, he took all the care uh, about our daughter, he took on himself. So school, extra activities, just everything. We went together to vacations, um, to holidays. Uh, we, we spent a lot of time together. So he cared about her a lot. And he supported me, yes. So, But, uh, but in the end, uh, he, he also needs <laughs> help. Yes. You know? So he gave a lot and now he, need, he needs to, to get a lot. So it's okay. So we are working on it. How is he going with his esophical issues? Does he has he got any surgeries he has to have, or is it just a matter of just maintaining what's happening at the moment? Oh, with Daniel. Yes. Uh, yes, he's uh, he's now on. Uh, we we make we have uh, nine uh, specialists, which. Uh, do, our doctors, I mean, it was in Prague and we are uh, trying to find the same now in Barcelona uh, and we need to make checkups with them uh, once a year or two times in a year. So, and uh, the main question now is to, to check uh, his uh, imperforate anus problems uh, to, um, to make him continent so to find the proper bowel management program. And there is a surgery to be planned uh, from, from doctors from Prague. They, they plan to uh, want more surgery, stricturoplasty. 
it's a small surgery, but uh, it should help. So, but I want to get more opinions on this because uh, even in Prague, there are two doctors uh, and they have different opinions. Yep. So you still have to travel back to Prague once or once a year at least. Uh, we used to do it. Yes, last uh, last summer we were there for checkups, but uh, uh, as it takes a lot of time in, uh, in Spain to find proper doctors, uh, I from time I want to change it and not to go to Prague because it takes yes. a lot of time and uh, I um, take Daniel from from school for one month or, or two months to follow the doctors in Prague and I don't want to do it anymore. So we are on the way to find everything here in Barcelona. Yeah. What I wanted to add also um, about my um, uh, preparation for, for the exposition, I'm planning about uh, art, uh, Vactero through the art, my plan for for this year is to finish all my paintings. It will be mixed media paintings, and uh, I want to organize an exhibition. It will be an exhibition to to inform people, informative exhibition. So nothing for sale, just to inform people about all these aspects of uh, of a life. Yeah. Of our life, yes, yes conditions well, with uh, hidden disabilities and uh, uh, all about this. So, uh, I have um, all the paintings. I have already written what I will paint, and uh, uh, maybe I will need uh, no, not maybe definitely I will need the support from members of uh, our group uh, because I have uh, an idea with uh, stomach bags which you will not use anymore, for example, with some defects or not suitable for using, uh, just, uh, you know, what you will throw, throw uh, to garbage. Uh, all this uh, stuff I will use uh, because I have a, a project, um, or I imagine a painting I want to make, uh, it, it calls triptych, so three pieces of paintings put it together in a wall it will be huge size and with map of the world glue with uh, stomach bags yeah so this is the idea and uh, i will need help from from our members of our group to send me these bags and uh, to sign uh, whatever they want on a bag name of a child or or some wishes or to paint it somehow and it will be on a wall. It will be presented in my exhibition. So maybe later when uh, I will uh, make uh, everything on the web page and uh, I will connect uh, members. No, that's such a wonderful idea. <laughs> to support me. <laughs> so yes, a... this, is my, this is my plan. Yes, I want, I want to make this exhibition in, in all languages. So in Czech Republic, in Spain, in Russia, if it will be possible, uh, in some English-speaking country, to inform, to you know, to just to inform people what is it about, uh, what we are going through, all the parents, all children, adults, all together. Well, you can count us. The one in five thousand foundation will support you 
as much as you need by advertising and putting the word out there on our group page. And uh, I'm sure that we'll get a wonderful response, just like we've had when we've done our Help for Ghana project, where we've had the donated stoma bags to send to Ghana. So I'm sure that I we'll saw, have. A, I'm sure we'll get a similar response to help you, Daria. Thank you, Greg. It's it's amazing what what you are doing in in this also with uh, Ghana help. It's uh, just amazing, Greg. You are a man with a big heart. Oh, we do what we we do what we can to help people where we can, Daria. So the parents and all that. You 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 guys are the real heroes. I'm um, I'm just here to help you where I can, Daria. I can't thank you enough for sharing your story and of you and your family and your wonderful little boy, Daniel. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. And I know that people, as I said earlier, are going to be really touched by what you've shared with us. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> thank you, Greg, for inviting and for, for this time. It was wonderful. Nah, thanks, Daria. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.